Welcome to the Glow Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell-Lewis, and thank you all for joining. Hope you all are well. Hope you're having a wonderful week, and I hope your Thursday is off to a fabulous start. Well, today, we are officially starting season four of the Glow Girl Podcast. Um, I never honestly thought when I started this podcast back in May 2020, that I would love being able to share not only my voice, but the voice of so many wonderful, talented, and amazing individuals. I am truly honored that anyone who has joined me as a guest, anyone who has listened or watched, has carved out a space in your day to welcome me into your lives. So with that, I just want to say thank you, and let's move on to our guest today. All right, so today we are talking about money. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, money, is that a bad word? Uh, Does it trigger you? Uh, Does the thought of talking about money, uh, debt, investments, et cetera, like give you anxiety because it's like overwhelming, you don't understand all the things, or is it something that you put off and say, I'll deal with later or I'll get to that? Well, I want you to know that it doesn't have to cause you that anxiety, doesn't have to feel like overwhelm. And I have a guest today that's going to help you by talking through it. Um, My guest is Tamisha Walker. Tamisha is the principal founder of Spark Realty Financial Solutions, LLC. And she'll join me shortly to give us some tips on how we all can become more fiscally fabulous. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra. Thank you all for joining. All right. I'm really excited to bring in Tamisha to the Glow Up Girl podcast. Welcome, girl. Oh, my goodness. I'm so, so, so excited. This is well overdue. Look at your beautiful face. Oh, my goodness. Kyra. I know. So I do have to tell everybody watching and listening. So, you know, I do try to stay um professional at all times but this is one of my longtime friends that I feel like we like grew up together almost right I mean even though it's like we were growing up together like in the 20s <laughs> right and um and I'm really excited to have her here because she has um she is growing her own business and she is also helping people so I think that's really important for any work that you do today is that you are not just trying to, of course, it's important to have a financial impact for you and your family, but I think businesses that help other people and want to lend that hand to see other people get to like where they are, those are the businesses that really like stand out for me. So proud of you, friend, for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Well, let's get started. So for anybody out there listening and watching who um, don't know you, why don't you tell everybody who you are and what you do? Okay, let's see. The best way to put this, right? Because we're always ever evolving, reinventing ourselves. And I had to, you know, write some statements so that I could keep on point. Because Kyrie, you know, I just talk and talk and talk and talk. And talk. <laughs> um, I, I would say if I'm introducing myself to, to whoever, right? I am a thriving survivor co-creator in partnership with God 
our Heavenly Father, who is blessed to get to be a musician, a book geek, self-proclaimed chef. (laughs) I get to serve as a worshiper, a wife, a daughter, a sister. Oh my gosh, you know, just all the hats that we wear, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and a book author, a marketer, a realtor, and a financial coach, right? Yes. That is who I am. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for um, giving people a little intro into who you are. Um, And today we are going to focus, you know, in the world of finances, because I mean, it's a topic that we need to talk about. It's a topic that women need to become comfortable talking about. Um, I mean, yes, it's great if you are in partnership with your husband and, you know, a partnership in your relationship, but there's still things that we need to own and know as individuals ourselves and be able to um, just have the knowledge because that's what's important. So Tamisha, tell us why you chose to focus on financial wellness. So I chose to focus on financial wellness. Um, It's not really a funny story, but it kind of is um, because mom, (laughs) me and my sister sat down many years ago. And as we were navigating just life, you know, we talked about, well, how can we live our best life? Like, what is it that we're really supposed to get out of being able to experience being, you know, a human being on the earth? Um, And what you speak, what you write, those things will come to pass. And in that moment, in that conversation, we talked about having, you know, spiritual wellness and, 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 and completeness and being well in that area. Physically, and financially. Um, And so my life's experiences have been, have come out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And just what really pushed me in this direction was the transition period between working, you know, a job and Mm -hmm. then now being unemployed due to a company layoff Mm -hmm. Um, and me wanting to seek knowledge as to how, how to move forward from experiencing that um, Mm -hmm. and what was going to work for my family. And so that's what really pushed me to go 100% on. I need to know about my money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Why do you think it's such a, um, why do you think so many people are like get overwhelmed by talking about finances or planning for their financial futures. Like, why do you think it's like such a, it almost feels like sometimes a taboo subject. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because again, the power of our tongue and what we kind of, not what we kind of, but what we grow up, the environment we grow up in. Mm -hmm. So say, for example, you know, growing up in the church, right. I didn't, really understand who God was until I was 16. Um, Mm -hmm. But prior to that 16 years, you really start to develop your money habits by the time you're like six or seven. Mm -hmm. So watching, you know, our parents, how it seemed like they just worked to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. We got to travel and do fun things because, you know, my dad was in the army, but at that time period, um, Growing up in the church at 16, 
you kind of, what's the word for it? It's just depending on your, your church fellowship family, ours Mm -hmm. was very strict, right? Mm -hmm. So there were things that I couldn't do. We didn't talk about money. Um, Mm -hmm. I grew up in the time period where, you know, kids were meant to be seen and not heard. So we didn't Mm -hmm. have an opinion in what was, you know, taking place. And so, um, it is, it does seem to be taboo. Um, and so when you start to do the things that are untaboo, now there comes the self-judgment, the judgment to what other people think about you, mm-hmm. um, the judgment of, of how you're going to be viewed in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And all of that does play a, mu- a major factor in, um, in how you grow in that area. And so at the end of the day, what we're talking about is mindset. True. Yeah, yeah, it, so, it, it is. <laughs> yeah, re, revamping that, changing that, what mm-hmm. we're told, what we're taught, questioning those things. I think that's probably the major takeaway in, in what we're talking about right now. The question you asked me is, are you questioning it or do you just go along because that's what you're told to do, what you've been taught mm-hmm. to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think something you said really important is the mindset piece, because if you have grown up and you have this uh, mindset of lack or scarcity, right? Like I don't have enough, then yeah. you're going to live your life like I don't have enough or people or you may feel like, well, I have to always work. Like you said, you're working to pay the bills mm-hmm. and life wasn't meant to be just, you know, life was meant to be lived. That's right. I mean, obviously, but you've got to be smart about like how you live it. So, mm-hmm. and then you, like you said, even you'll see people who grew up in environments where they didn't talk about money or it was just, you know, like the best thing in life is like parents who gave their kids like, um, oh shoot, what's the word? Um, allowances. Yeah. Allowances. Yes. <laughs> you had to, or if, and especially if you had to work for that allowance, right? So like when you yeah. had to work for that money and you got an allowance every week and you weren't ready to blow it because you knew the things that you had to do to get the money. Like I was <laughs> like, oh, I knew what I, I know what I had to do to get this money. But you can say, for example, like, so this is one of the important things everyone listening and watching is about like evolving, right? And also giving yourself grace because we all make mistakes. Okay, I grew up in a household where I had to work to get my money, had to work to get my money. But when I got to college, I have to work to get those credit cards. So I was like, (laughs) what? You mean all I had to do is just show up to the campus and and I can just spend the money? (laughs) Not think about it how or who's going to pay those credit card bills after the fact. But right. what I'm saying is, is that you could have grown up in that environment and you could have been very structured and disciplined. But as we change, as we like walk in our own lanes, right? You weren't with your peers anymore. So then you were like, oh, I'm going buck wild. Got a discover card. <laughs> Shout out to this. Oh, right. was my store. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Shout out to discover though, for trying to get young people in debt all the time. Still in the 2023, still trying to bring debt to your life. That's um, <laughs> but, but that does not mean that you can't evolve from that. Like, you know, you can have those credit cards. And I think being able to start this process, this journey at a younger age, 
is so important because I probably like started mine for real like in my late 30s. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and and now you all have the opportunity to start it like today. Parents, mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to start with your children as they learn about as they the first time they ask you for something, right? Start saying, okay, so let's talk about how you can <laughs> earn that money to buy this book that you would like to have. Absolutely, yes. And, and you <laughs> start to give them some structure early on. And I think another thing too is that. Like I say all this, like I'm not knocking my parents because my parents tried, you know, they did the best they could do with the resources they had at the time. Now I was just going to be grown and go off, but I'm telling y'all something. Now, when I was, I think when I was getting them credit cards, I went out there spending on me. I was ready. I was spending on my siblings. I was like, who needs some school clothes? I was like, mom, I got the school clothes this year. (laughs) And my mom was looking at me like, she kind of had that look like, who's going to pay for these school clothes? But <laughs> next thing you know, I was like, so you think you could increase? <laughs> think I could get an increase on my um, money this month? I need right. to pay that bill off. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. It took me. It becomes, a, it becomes a, a cycle. Yeah. yeah. How do you get out? How do you get out of that? That's the. Yes, you know, you're, you're alluding to it's the application. How are you applying all of this freaking information that we get to, to get out of that? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Because I think that's probably where a lot of people may be today, right? Like they get to this place because yes, your, your credit impacts the rest of your life. Yes. Don't let anybody out there tell you that it won't. Yep. Now, I don't know about these um, schemes on the side where it's like, let me clean your credit up and all that stuff. And I don't know about all that. You may have done that, had success, but I'm just telling you, I've the 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 walk that I walked is the one where you have to pay the bills. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And you said it. You know, when we start talking about money, it's not a fun subject. It is not. Oh my goodness, I yeah. we just did. Um, a seminar or workshop rather Mm -hmm. for with a bunch of, you know, younger, younger, young adults and children. Uh And they got to our table. Like you could see them light up at all the other tables Uh sat down (laughs) at our table. The, the, the smiles went away and they were just kind (laughs) of like, I'm reminded that it's 10 o'clock in the morning. And my mom told me I was coming to this, uh, (laughs) this workshop. And I don't really want to be here. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, and I, it's, it's very interesting. It's like you said, it's really interesting because it is, it's like the best thing you could do for your future yeah. is to gain that financial knowledge, to start investing young, to put away, to learn the importance of just putting away. I mean, and shoot, if you're like 10 and you start saving like $20 a week. If you get an allowance and you start putting like a portion of that away, can you imagine like the money you could have in the savings or the money you could put into like an investment or something? But I I, I think it's just the, I don't know what, how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is that what you hear most often from? So what did those kids say when they sat down at the table? <laughs> Yeah. So just what I, I was sharing, Hey, I, this is my mom told me I had to be here today. I want to talk about money. It's boring. I don't like math. I don't like numbers. 
like the whole list of, mm. of what we as adults, <laughs> we don't yeah. want to be responsible sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd like to throw all of this away. Come on. Yeah. You, you can have my adult card. Like mm-hmm. I can give that right now. <laughs> exactly. Take it. And um, so what we have to do is make it fun. How do we make it apply to, to, mm-hmm. to their age? So we work with three-year-olds all the way up to, I call them seasoned adults um, <laughs> <laughs> to make it fun. Yeah. And so we are generally going to ask questions like, um, and I know it's like when you're young, you're not thinking of your future self, mm-hmm. but you know, Kyra, your 65 year old self, what mm-hmm. type of lifestyle do you want to be living? Yeah, one where I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like, what you want to do? The one where I'm on the beach. So they're saying what? <laughs> I'm on, right. So then we have to kind of backtrack and put a plan together that says, well, how am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. And not only that, let's look at the tools that I have access to right now and mm-hmm. where can I prove that? And And so we ask that question and they're always like, oh my gosh, that's like so far off. I'm only like 13. I'm not thinking about that, but you have to be thinking about that. So then question number two, why don't you want to talk about money? But let me see. I I saw you had a nice handbag. Who bought that? You're drinking um, a bottle of water. Who bought that? Right. Yeah. And the best <laughs> kind of bottle of water, right? The best right? kind. Come on. The lights are working right now in this place that we're sitting in. Yeah. Somebody had to pay for that, right? Yeah. And so just talking about the cost of living, mm-hmm. which was why that was so critical for um, my sister and I to include in our, our first book, Why Mommy Works. Like mm-hmm. kids don't get it. But when we drill down to the things that they use every day, that dang yes. cell phone that you have, and you really should. Yes, those, those that, apps right? that you're buying. Like, I mean, yes, yes. You're, um, what is it? What is that thing they like to play? Um, Roblox or whatever. Roblox. Ro- yeah, oh that. my goodness. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Can I get another Roblox card? I need to go it's, buy some. I'm like, Lord. Exactly. Yes. Who, who's, who's buying that? I mean, you saving for that? You got some, right? Yeah. Do you have stock in? Um, <laughs> come on, it's <laughs> uh, some stock in there. I mean, because you see how much money we're spending on cars. I mean, we may as well invest in it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I like that. I, I think that's really smart to like apply it to meet them where they are. That's right. And mm-hmm. I think that's what's important with any like financial any topics that feel uncomfortable for people is sort of meeting people where they are. And I think that's important because yes, if you come to somebody and you're like, let me tell you the ABCs of like how to be financially fiscal, they're going to be like, "Mm, I don't think so. (laughs) Yep, exactly. How does it fit in their lifestyle and their scheme of where they're trying to go? Yes. And that's what that's where we work from. That's the only way it makes sense because think of it too this way, if you don't do that, what plan are you going to stick with? Yeah, not not one. I mean, not one of them. Yeah, because it's it's got to make sense for their life and where they are. And I do like the idea of like you know definitely starting with somebody young because it's like what type of future do you want to have for yourself and a potential family? That's right. 
And also too, I mean, because I think when we look at the world, God bless the millennials, because I mean, that's the generation that has definitely like, I mean, they, they like, can we get a job? Then the, then can we buy a house? Like, you know, it's like that poor generation has like seen, seen and been through it all, but obviously to me should really motivate them to figure out the strategies. And I'm not picking on anybody that's a millennial. I'm just simply saying that I feel like as a Gen Xer, (laughs) you all have had like, it has been a struggle for Mm -hmm. the millennial who has seen so many um, world events and so many things happen that financially um, there has been an impact upon you like growing up. And so it has made life, I'm sure, a lot difficult in the financial area. I mean, I know a lot of millennials now who are trying to purchase homes Mm -hmm. and, you know, and try and then having to go back and say, oh, but I need to save money. Um, But, oh, I didn't really get to save like, you know, here because I had to take money from here just to live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then you add a pandemic on top of that. Mm -hmm. um, And it's just, you know disarray <laughs> for everyone yeah and 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 everybody trying to you know trying to come out on the other side of that mm-hmm. absolutely that is so true yeah. and and you start to think of you reevaluate everything mm-hmm. everything that you've been taught everything that mm-hmm. you you've read that you see in the in the media um what's true and what's 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 not real you know right yeah and that's the that's the the navigating to figure out how you're gonna live that best life yes yeah Mm -hmm. because you have to I mean I think the thing and I definitely would say I am hopeful that you know us being you know in a pandemic as horrible as it was but I'm so hopeful that in that time that it just taught people to think about the things that really mattered like, I mean, putting, I think you just got to see like what you could live without. Yep. Like, I mean, you know, for me, I was like, oh, I don't have to go get my nails done every two weeks. I know that that may not seem like a big expense to some people. I mean, but I was like paying like about $140, like between like the services and the tips and every two weeks that adds up. Yes. It does. I mean, in a year. So mm-hmm. now I'm just like, I, I, I just do it at home. Not necessary. <laughs> I can paint those nails like they ain't painted today, y'all. They are rarely painted at this point, but it just wasn't as important. Anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> just isn't as important <laughs> as something that I thought was like, oh, I got to do this. Like, I've got to do this because this is me like take this is me paying myself. And it's totally fine. I just pay myself for other ways now. Right. Like now I get more benefit from seeing me put some money aside, you know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, Woo-hoo, girl, you um, as opposed to like spending, I mean, like a clothing budget, like I used to have a clothing budget when I worked in an office. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, like. Oh yeah, buy every time I every time my check hits, I get a new outfit. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I mean, I work at home now, so <laughs> right. I have a uniform. I've made a uniform for myself. So <laughs> a uniform. 
I mean, I just, oh Lord, <laughs> technical difficulties over here, stuff falling. <laughs> um, I mean, I just, you know, you just sort of have to see like a mindset shift in yeah. the things that you thought mattered to you versus the things that really should be important to you. Mm-hmm. And if you, and and you don't have to, you don't have to be in your forties or fifties to start thinking about the life that you want when you retire. I mean, you really need to be thinking about that. As Tamisha said, like when you are like six, 10, mm-hmm. like, cause if I could go back, I mean, I don't want to go back and do, cause I know life, God have my life and the plan is on is what it was supposed to be. Right. But if I could tell my younger self something, it would have been, oh yeah, start that at 10. Start thinking that way, like really early so that you could have all this money, like, you know, these investments and money save things. And you, for anybody out there who's an entrepreneur, I mean, we all know like entrepreneuring ain't free. Nope. <laughs> I mean, no, and, and it comes with all kind of costs. <laughs> exactly. And so just even thinking about like, maybe wanting to be your own boss someday um, and just being able to support that and not having to take out, like, yes, there are lots of grants available, lots of grants, um, and, but taking out small business loans and things like that, like that ain't the flex. Mm-mm. And because I was definitely like, no, nah, I'm not. I don't want your, I don't want your money today. And then you got me strapped now trying to take my house tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> That part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, because first of all, no, no, we're not doing that. But I just think like, just like you said, it's being, um, it's the type of workshops that you offer for younger people who would be able to just be able to be exposed to and, and exposed to the information. Also, like you said, to be able to put themselves in a situation to think about what life I want to live as I mature. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to be the old smelly granny that nobody comes to visit? (laughs) My God. (laughs) I know. I know. I probably shouldn't say that. It's not, but just to paint a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have learned that in this industry, we have to say the things that don't feel good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to get people to think outside mm-hmm. of what they're being told, what they've grown up learning, listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 that's that's where you really start to heal because it's really a healing process. We all mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. don't get to decide what family we're born into. Right. So we don't get to decide what that beginning looks like. But we do have a major decision in how we want want things to end, right? And mm-hmm. the what we want it to look like in the end, we get to change yes. that part. Yes. And so, um, yeah, it is. It is. Um, it has been an amazing journey. Mm-hmm. Um, not not where I want to be completely. I don't think we ever really do get there. Um, at least on this side. Um, but <laughs> I have a really great um coach who always says that things happen for you, not to you. Mm-hmm. And and it it aligns with 
you know, what I grow up believing in is, you know, you're really attached to somebody else, somebody else getting, being encouraged, someone else, you know, being Mm -hmm. victorious in areas that you've experienced Mm -hmm. that just makes, it makes life interesting. And it also helps with mindset. Mm -hmm. If you're always constantly thinking, how can this help somebody else? It's Mm -hmm. not about me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's about uh, so many other people. So yeah. 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 It's <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, like you said, it's like that connecting tree almost. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think, like you said, where where the mindset has to be different is like you do have to take the eye out of it. And it's about the people. If you care about other people, and it's about also that mentality of like, well, there's just enough for me, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta get it like. Please leave that behind. Like there's enough for everybody. I mean, obviously that's a bigger conversation amongst various areas in in our lives. But yeah, I mean, I think like that's super important is to like think about not just like you said, not just yourself. Okay, so we're going to talk through just um, I'm going to throw some things at you and get some get some feedback from you um, as some questions that people might have out there. Um, okay, let's start with the good old credit rating. Mm-hmm. How can people, what things can people do to improve their credit rating? <laughs> so credit, oh my goodness, I have a, a love-hate relationship with credit and technology uh, for that point. <laughs> but um, when it comes to credit, it really is just a number <laughs> of how creditors see that you manage being in debt, which we know ultimately we're supposed to be the lender and not the borrower. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everything we teach really is 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 biblically based and then mm-hmm. we just apply it. Um so things that you know we'll do and is, you know, one of those is let me get somebody because I don't want to be the DIY person. I want somebody else to do this for me. Mm-hmm. So now we hire somebody to go and take care of helping us clear up our credit for those mm-hmm. things to possibly come back. Um, and, and then what do you learn out of that? Because you just gave somebody mm-hmm. a chunk of money and said, go and do this. Um, you're not really learning. So then you put yourself right back in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so think, you know, taking care of, uh, moving the number, I think that's what we hear all the time is how do we get that credit score to increase? Mm-hmm. And so looking at, you know, the interest that you're earning and debt stacking. Okay. And debt stacking, we learned that through, I was introduced to that when my husband and I took, um, financial peace university and it really getting out of debt is really just a a it's a numbers thing it's a it's a financial concept and you start that though with debt stacking taking your all of your bills mm-hmm. going for the smallest balances and getting those knocked out as quick as you can mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um uh that's a, you know one of the tips that we we start with um and then when we're talking about removing things from our credit mm-hmm. um you can send letters because I know you probably heard that. Just write a letter, dispute it. Yes, those things are good, but mm-hmm. they're really only going to be changing things that are not valid, you know, incorrect, mm-hmm. um, improving that. And then you're you're working with three different bureaus. 
So they all are going to be reporting differently. So it is important to make sure that every year you're, you know, at the top of the year, you're, you're taking a look at that. Let me, let me pull them all. Let me sit down and go, you know, line by line. And then coupling that with having a monitoring system to watch for those Mm -hmm. things that you, you can't Mm -hmm. because we're in such a digital age and Mm -hmm. the web and, you know, who's accessing my social media accounts. Um, where did you see my credit card number pop up? Where did you mm-hmm. see my social security number pop up? And how about not just mine, but my children's? Mm-hmm. They can get a hold of that. We've seen all of those breaches from you know major yeah. corporations. And so now you've got to be mindful of all of that, all of those areas. But those are things definitely that when we start talking about credit, that you have to kind of you gotta you gotta pinpoint and you gotta work through, work through mm-hmm. all of those. Mm -hmm. Oh, those are great tips because I do think a lot of people, you know, want to do that sort of easy cleanup. And I like what you said about, because what did you learn? Mm -hmm. All you learned is that I can pay somebody and they'll get rid of it and I can get a good credit score, but then you're going to do it again because you didn't change. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It's funny. It's just because like, you know, people do that. That was me. That was so me. Oh my gosh. Yes. I am talking about myself. <laughs> Appreciate Let me, the Let me pay off this card and I'm going to right back up. Like, Appreciate the transparency doing? though. Because like, <laughs> you can't help somebody else if you're not willing to like, put your, you know, just to tell your story. So I do appreciate that. Uh, Let's see. um, Let's look at this list. Uh, How much, let's talk about people um, purchasing homes. Uh, How much income should go towards like, I I would just say housing, because I know a lot of people are still renting. um, And then some people may be trying to buy homes. So what's your thoughts on that? So the rule of thumb since like 1981 has been that you're not putting more than 30% towards housing costs, mm-hmm. right? Um, since 1981, here we are in 2023. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, we're dealing with rising <laughs> interest rates, <Yes. laughs> um, inflation, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm hearing it shouldn't be more than 50%. And I'm talking about of wow. your net income. Whoa. <laughs> That's, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so here we go, dealing with terminology. Right. <laughs> What's the difference between gross and net? I right. didn't know what that was. Right. When if when you if you get up in front of a classroom of children and you say you ask them that question or you say the word gross or you write the word gross on the board, they're all going to be going, oh, it means something <laughs> nasty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so even in adulthood, we subliminally have carried that with us. And the entire financial system, when you go to get a loan, when you go to, you know, purchase a car, that was wanting to know, well, what's your gross income? Mm-hmm. Well, honey, my gross is not what I'm bringing home. Right. That is not what is, that's not what's in your checking account. So no, no, yeah. Mr. FICO <laughs> got to get paid and <laughs> everybody, everybody got to get paid. So no, why, why are we basing everything on that? Um, yeah. And so uh-huh. it. So I'm saying that because there's so many different, the, you know, the 50-30 rule, the 28-36 rule, you can, it's just too much. <laughs> Let's look at how much you bring home. Mm-hmm. Let's allocate 
where do you want to live? Nobody, everybody wants to have the safety of being in a safe environment, safe neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So let's start there. And then Mm -hmm. let's look at your finances and figure out how we get there. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with starting somewhere you don't really want to be. As Mm -hmm. long as we have a plan that helps you to move to that place. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I, I mean, you can't say that enough. Like, look, your first house does not have to be your last, your forever house. <laughs> I mean, your first house can just be starting out. You can start out. I mean, look, if you do not have like a good track record with managing money and finances, you can rent first because mm-hmm. we don't want you to get out there and get purchase a home that you cannot afford and you go into foreclosure. So if you need to start by renting an apartment, like we all did it, I mean, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to start somewhere. And even with your first home, if your first home is a starter home and it's smaller than what you think, first of all, it is probably the right size for what you need. I mean, exactly. you just, I mean, I know we see all the visuals out there where mm-hmm. somebody's living in the mansion and they've got 88 <laughs> rooms that they don't need. They could never possibly use. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just need to find, like you said, something that feel a safe neighborhood, safe environment, something that feels comfortable for you, but also comfortable for your wallet. That's right. And base it on your net. Not your gross. Not your gross. The net and not gross. Everybody, you will go to the car dealership and it's going to be about the gross. And, or even when you get a home and it's like, oh, well, you're going to, you're going to afford it. I don't, okay, that's cool, but I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I always tell people, do not spend what you get approved for. It is so unnecessary. Like you said, what, what do, what serves my needs right now? And not even thinking, um, you know, I might have a family one day. And the reason mm-hmm. why I'm saying that is because you have to work with the finances that you currently have in your pocket that you receive right. and not based on, oh, I know I'm going to get a raise. Oh, it's going to be a bonus. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's going to be. And that's because that was me. Everything. <laughs> based on, oh, I know I'm going to get like a $5,000 raise at the end of the year. So yeah. I can do a little bit more here. Yeah. You put, you're setting yourself up. Uh, to not win. And then there's blind spots that you, because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Life comes at you fast, people. Like it comes at you fast. fast. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's always some that trick. I mean, like life happens, like emergencies happen. You could have a medical emergency. So you you just always want to think about that. And you can't be, y'all can't be out there counting all them people's bonuses. Because they don't come through, they don't come through for you. I've seen a couple of people just this year who thought that some bonuses was were gonna come through and they didn't come through. And then you're sort of left looking like, uh, so I mean, I always tell people I work was what what's in my pocket, what's in my account. And I'm real big on like a lot if I can't buy it with cash, mm-hmm. I probably don't need it. I need it right now. That's right. Yep. If That's I can't buy it, right if there. I if I can't pay for a trip out of my pocket, we ain't going. We just, That's we're, it. Just, we're just not because mm-hmm. it's just not worth like, I mean, yeah, it's nice to travel and I would love to go on like vacations all the time, but it's just not worth it to add the debt. I mean, and to come back and have to pay down like a bazillion credit cards for just like a, a week and a half trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's yep. just me. 
I mean, I'm the same way, the same way when it comes to vacations, the same way, same way when it comes to uh, celebrating holidays. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) turn the television off because marketing is doing its job. (laughs) I'm going to spend all my money. You say you won't, I'm going to just go into debt buying Christmas presents. No, I am not going to go into debt buying. I'm going to tell you, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Jesus is the reason for the season. That's it. Absolutely. All of them. Oh my gosh. The conversation, you can imagine the conversations in the Walker household. (laughs) We are not doing that. Give me a, give me a spending plan and then we'll, we'll revisit that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like you say, or we're putting away throughout the year, right. Mm -hmm. Or you putting away throughout the year. And I mean, that's something I started a while back. It's like, we gonna see where I'm at at the six month mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Looks like people are getting getting holiday presents. <laughs> Y'all might be getting some Christmas presents, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. Those to me just feel like one-time thrills and I just, mm-mm. but a bill and debt can stay with you. It'll be attached forever. Like it'll be walking, you being there, moving like this and it'll be moving with you. Yep. Right there. Looking at you in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you Are you going to pay me? When are you going to pay me? Yes. And it can just be such a major downer as you're, you know, growing to different things, new things in life. And you don't want that that chain and ball. That's the real chain and ball. Girl. It ain't marriage. It ain't marriage. It's It's the debt. debt. It's the debt. It's the debt. It is the debt. Especially when we talk about these student loans. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and now that it's a part of your, you're qualifying to get a home in mm-hmm. the, again, it's access. It's what, what do you know early on? Uh, what do yeah. your parents know early on Yeah, yeah. Um, to, to be starting these things even before you're freaking born? Yes. What is that thing? <laughs> What's the... Okay, I don't have children. So therefore, that is why I don't know y'all. So, but it's the five something. What is it where you can start to You're put aside? Five, two, nine plan for, yeah. for college. Um, yeah, you know, several different plans, you know, depending on which companies or, you know. Like that's one of the things you could do. With. Yeah. But obviously you can also mm-hmm. invest in other places. But I just remember mm-hmm. like P, yeah, probably early in my um, work career, my 20s, that they were like, oh, you could do a 529 for your children. And I think I thought to myself at the time, I wonder how many of these people here saving for their kids' future. Are they going to have them on student loans? <laughs> Absolutely. Because oh, you're like, where's, where's the income? First of all, you're just trying to survive. Yes. So it's not something that is easy to do but if you put the work in and you have the yeah. right access you could definitely make it happen um i remember when i was studying for my securities licenses and um found out that you could have an able it's called an able account for hmm. those children who have you know disabilities um, oh okay uh you're you can start saving money for them and mm. I'm sorry, investing money for them because there's a difference between saving and investing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that when they're old enough, you're not, 
you know, at the end, stressed out about how you're going to make sure they can live a better quality of life, even if you're Mm -hmm. not, you're no longer here, you know, with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that hit home for me because, you know, just seeing it in my family and realizing that now this child is, you know, about to be a teenager and the Mm -hmm. years that his parents, her parents could have been putting aside money Mm -hmm. to make sure that in adulthood, they, they really are okay. Um, And so when you start finding out the truth about stuff, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. You go through now. That's a whole nother process too, because now you're looking at, oh my gosh, what I could have done, what, what could be in this account, um, the lifestyle I could be living. And Mm -hmm. I'm saying this because that was me. Those are the stages of, okay, now, now there's nothing I can do about the past. Exactly. What am I starting with today? Mm-hmm. And what number is that that I'm working towards? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I asked the, we asked the question, where do you see your 65 year old self? Why did we choose that number is because that's the number that had been put in our minds that we could retire. Mm-hmm. When retirement is not about an age, it's about how much money you have to make sure you stay. Exactly. Retired. Yeah. Because it could be, <laughs> it could be 50, <laughs> you know, it could be 55, right? It could be any mm-hmm. of those ages if you have the right um, finance, if your finances are in place. And like you said, to stay retired is the sort of magic um, word. That's the magic yeah. phrase, stay retired. Because yeah, a lot of people have to come out of retirement and you can't depend on the things and the systems and that are in place today. I mean, like you can't be thinking I'm going to retire and then live off social security. I mean, there may not be social security. Mm-hmm. And even if there is, I mean, social social security does not pay any, mm-hmm. in, anything. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, you oh work all these years and you pay social security and you, the checks look nothing like the checks you brought home. Which I mean, to me, it's just like I have a real issue with that because I'm like, how do you expect these people that have been working jobs and making X amount of dollars and living off of that? Now it's almost like they have to like convert their whole life. Yeah. You know, between because yes, also people don't want to just if you got 401k money, you don't want to spend all of it up in the first like few years covering mm-hmm. social security. Oh so my gosh. yeah. Yes. And I, we've, we have clients who have retired with their 401k and within a year that money is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Cause them, tra- I mean, cause those are like, I remember like, and you probably remember this when we were at the Mart and I do remember thinking like, you know, when we first like were signed up for those 401ks and they're like, Oh, what's the number? What's the number? And then it's like this number. And I remember thinking even back then, I'm going to be able to live off of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, do you realize like how much it costs to eat? I mean, and that was back then. I mean, like right now, it's like, do you realize how much it costs to like just buy grocery every week? Yep. Absolutely. I mean, you ain't buying, you're not getting anything with like a hundred dollars. <laughs> so, nope, not at all. We call that the, in, uh, in our office, we call that the 40, 40, 40 rule. <laughs> where you work a minimum of 40 hours a week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to then retire and live off of 40% of your income for mm-hmm. four years, mm-hmm. give or take. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and yeah, math. The, it, yeah, the math ain't mathing, y'all. It ain't mathing. Okay. It ain't mathing. Okay. All right. Okay. So, all right. Um, we're going to move on because I got to ask you a thousand questions and obviously I'm being aware of time here. Okay. So talk about, tell us about the programs that you offer, how people listening or watching can work with you. Yes. So we start with a free, no cost financial needs analysis. Um, and I have to add all that to the free because most times <laughs> when people say free, you're like, okay, well, what's the catch? There is no yeah. catch. The other reason that the, it's not a catch because there's a difference between working with a financial coach versus a financial advisor. That difference is a series 65 license that says that I can charge my client for the advice that I'm giving. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't want to go that route. Not, not right now, especially because of the economic climate that we're in. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't know that when I first, you know, started, you know, getting licensed um, in the industry, but education for the most part should really be free to me mm-hmm. um, because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what the blind spots are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are things you, you don't know because it's due to experience, Right. Um, and so to work with us, that's where we're going to start. We're going to do a no cost financial needs analysis, which is going to tell you what you need in an emergency fund, mm-hmm. what you should be you know, saving for the short term, what you should be saving for the long term. What does mm-hmm. that look like for you and the lifestyle that you're living now and the one that you want to have in retirement? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's the first thing that we're going to do. And then from there. We can determine, okay, um, let's say, for instance, we're, and it changes based on, you know, what we're doing. So we do workshops, um, you know, for the community. Um, We speak at churches. Um, Mm -hmm. We come into businesses and talk to corporations and do a financial wellness seminar. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, you know, preparedness, because what we've, you know, basically, come to see, I'll say myself, what I've come to learn is we're such, we're so reactive to Mm -hmm. life versus Mm -hmm. planning in advance. Um, Because when you're reactive, not only are you dealing with the situation, but now you have all the emotions on top of that, which Mm -hmm. makes it heavy, heavier than it needs to be. Um, So, you know, outside of working with corporations, I have a heart for, you know, small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my life for 15 years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to show them, how are you staying in business? Mm-hmm. What are we doing to make sure that you can afford to hire help? Mm-hmm. And then my entrepreneurs who have, you know, online businesses, whatever we're doing, uh, you're really doing this because you, you, this is your exit strategy. Mm-hmm. So how do we make that an exit strategy? What does that transition look like financially? And then what is the, the end result? How are you, how are you maintaining that in an uh, economy like this? Because mm-hmm. every market goes up and down. Real estate is up and down. Business is up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is up and down. And so when you go through those cycles, what do you have in place to make sure that you've safeguarded your, your income to mm-hmm. be able to maintain that? Right. So that's a, that, that, that's, that's my life every day. And I love it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And how can people connect to you? 
So uh, Tamisha Walker across all social media, because um, that's going to be the clearest way to find me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we're going through you know, a, a rebranding because mm-hmm. we're seeing a much larger need, um, mm-hmm. you know, adding curriculum for schools mm-hmm. um, and doing more in the school system. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so, um, you know, I've got my website, Spark Realty Financial Solutions, uh, but definitely everything Tamisha Walker, you're going to find my number. <laughs> you're going to have an email. If it's something that you're not, you don't know how to ask the question. If you want to send me a text message, send me a text message. Um, however you need to get a hold of me, you're going to find me at Tamisha Walker. And please use the email, the phone number, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No question is a dumb question. And I really mm-hmm. mean that because you're talking to somebody mm-hmm. who knew absolutely nothing about finances. Um, and so you can ask me anything. I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to serve because mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a a need that has been lacking for way too long. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, uh, we're going to transition into our three things with Tamisha. I'm going to ask you three questions quickly. Um, One, how do you start and end the day? Ah, I start my day in prayer and meditation so that Mm -hmm. I can, again, feed my mind with whatever it is, whether it's because it was a crazy day before, or maybe I already know what I'm going to be facing. I have to be centered so that that prayer, that quiet time um, to just sit, Mm -hmm. sit for a moment. It's quiet in the house. That's how, if I don't start my day like that, oh, I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I understand understand that. And how do you, how do you end? Uh, I end my day with reflection. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I can see the areas that need to be improved, um, personally in my marriage, in my relationship with my children, Mm -hmm. and then how can I better serve my clients? Awesome. All right. What does a day off look like for you? A day off? Mm -hmm. I know what that is. No, um, it took a long time for me to figure out that it was very important for me to have a day of mm-hmm. <laughs> of rest, <Yes. laughs> uh, recuperation, um, and that's typically on Sunday. Sunday is really mm-hmm. family day. Um, we do, you know, I do kind of take some half days throughout the week mm-hmm. um, to do fun things because it, it is such a heavy conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, dealing based on whatever situation we're dealing with. And so Sunday is really the day where I kind of turn off. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. what, what can I be doing to save the world, basically? <laughs> um, and yeah, that's, you know, our our worship day, our if we just turn in everything off and unplug in day, that's that's what that's what I do. Completely unplug. And hey, what are we doing today? And then is this a mommy daddy day <laughs> or are we bringing the whole family with us? Right. Um, right. Yeah. That is, that is my off day. I want to <laughs> be unplugged. So I'm not thinking about anything. Exactly. In the moment. Yes. Being mm-hmm. present with your family. Yes. And whatever you decide <laughs> to do. 
Okay, so um, so we're gonna move to key takeaways. What are three things that you would like the audience to take away from our conversation today? Um, oh my goodness, I would say um, definitely do some some self self checking. I would start there because we can talk about money all day, but until you are mentally ready, you're not going to move forward. You'll get information and it'll, you know, whether it's a, you know, form of a book, something you read, research, you're going to sit it to the side because life be life in, right? Um, so it is the, the self-talk and checking those things that are negative in that self-talk. We need, we got to remove that and think mm-hmm. of the positive, making sure that that self-talk equates to good attitude. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Um, secondly, I will say you want to work with a financial professional, um, definitely one who has the licenses to do what you think you want to do mm-hmm. because TikTok is just what it is. Social <laughs> media is just what it is. Um, and it, there's so much information, but all financial information is not a one-all fit be all. It's just not. Um, and then you definitely want to talk to someone who is licensed. So finding that licensed professional um, to help you put together a plan. Um, and then thirdly, I want to say to show gratitude. Mm-hmm. Be grateful for the now, the moment, what you have, who's in your life. Um, Because I do believe that all good things come out of your gratefulness Mm -hmm. and in in what you're what you've been dealt in life, um, what you've experienced. You got to be grateful for the the the, of having the breath and the ability to now move forward. Awesome. Well, thank you. I love those. And thank you so much for all the great information today. Like this was super, super, super good. And I think like everybody listening and watching, like I think everybody's going to take something from this today. Sure. Hope so. Thank you so much for having me. I love what you're doing. You've always had a heart for mentorship and coaching And I'm just, I'm glad to see you in your spaces. (laughs) Well, thank you, girl. Well, stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Globe Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra. Thanks again to Tamisha for joining the show today. If you want to learn more about her or the services she offers, check out the links in the show notes. If you'd like to learn more about Glow Up Girl, you can visit us at glowupgirl.com. You can check out past podcast episodes. You can sign up to be a guest on the show, grab our social links and more. And also be sure to check out our career-focused podcast episodes as well. It is where I share my personal experiences and some tips and tricks that I've learned throughout my personal career journey. If you're listening on a platform that allows you to leave a review, hey, I'd love for you to do that. So please feel free. Also, if you have topics or guests um, that you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me an email at hello at glowupgirl.com. As always, thank you all so much for joining me today, and I will see you next week. 
Until then, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone.